Welcome to the ERG podcast called Learn with ERG. We believe that sharing our stories is an important form of professional and personal growth. What we know and what we've learned along the way helps us and others become our best selves. In this series, we are going to highlight stories of staying true to yourself and being courageous. Our stories will focus on people who had the courage to stick to what they know was right and stay true to their core values in the process. On today's Learn with ERG podcast, we are going to talk with Sherry White. I first met Sherry when she was a data manager at a school where I was working. She was larger than life. She had a passion for students, and she brought a smile into every room. Sherry has continued in education in a variety of roles, including a teacher assistant, a PE teacher, a program administrator for talent recruitment, and other variety of roles in human resources. Sherry and I have stayed connected over the years, and she is one of those people who you can trust to tell you the truth. We thought it would be fun to get her perspective on this series for the ERG podcast. Let's give her a call. Oh, um, hi, Sherry. Hey, Alice Oakley. How are you? I am doing well. How are you? I'm feeling so good. You know, yesterday was my birthday, so I got to spend the whole day on the beach, which is my happy place. So, Oh, I'm... happy birthday. Thank you. I'm feeling super rejuvenated and ready to attack the rest of the summer. Awesome. What beach did you go to? We went to Wrightsville Beach. Oh, I love Wrightsville. You know that um, years ago when Jimmy Buffett concerts were popular, I went to a Jimmy Buffett concert in Raleigh and he said that was his favorite beach. I I can understand why. It wasn't overcrowded, cute little town, nice people. It was great. Yeah. Oh, well, good, good. Well, happy birthday week too and month. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Since we are not in the same location, can you tell us where you are now? Are you still at the beach? I'm not. I'm at home. I'm in Greensboro, North Carolina. And actually, um, fun fact, I'm in the bathroom right now because, <laughs> because we have three dogs that decide to bark when they decide to bark. So I yes. figured this was the best place to be as far away from them as I could. Yes. Well, it's funny because all this uh, virtual working, I am also um, in a strange place. I'm in my car. because I had to um, last minute bring a child to a soccer practice that had not been planned. So um, I am in my vehicle instead of at home, but my dogs do the same thing. They bark and interrupt. So we'll, um, we'll persevere, right? That's it. That's all we can do. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm so excited to have you on our ERG podcast today. And Over the years, you and I have had um, lots of really interesting conversations, and I'm excited for you to share some of your story with our listeners today. Um, So ERG wants to give all of our listeners an opportunity to grow, and as part of that, we want them to hear about um, stories where other people have grown as well. And so do you think that you could share with us a time that you felt like you had to stick to your core values and and possibly do something that was right, even though it was hard. Could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So 
in thinking about that, I think about my path to where I am currently professionally and personally. And I reflect on when I had to make hard decisions about leaving where I was. So at two points in my work life, I found myself working for leaders with whom my core beliefs did not line up. I tried to stick it out, you know, work hard, be the best I could possibly be. But at the end of the day, I was exhausted. Um, it took years though, for me to realize why I felt that way. And in, in reflection, I think it was because I was co-signing with their actions by staying. And I was also co-signing with what their values were and they didn't match mine. Um, so I have like four non-negotiables where values are concerned. And I apply these both to my personal and my professional life. The first one of those being honesty. I, I just need you to tell me the truth. What are we doing here? Define it. What is your definition of honesty? So that I know that we're on the same page. I don't accept a half truth as honesty. Some people do. So what does that look like for you? The other one I was thinking about was kindness. You know, it, it literally costs you nothing to be kind. Not one ounce of energy does it cost you to be kind. And that's important to me. Um, the other thing is growth, right? Everybody wants to grow. No one wants to stay in a position or a space in personal life where they're just stagnant, where they're not growing, they're not changing, we're not evolving. And I felt like I wasn't. Um, and then the last one, this is a big one for me, really big, it's humility. I needed to be surrounded by superiors or professionals that spend more time listening and less time dictating. What do your actions say versus what you're actually saying to me? How you speak to somebody and how you hear them. And then know that you're not always gonna have the answers and you as the superior are not always gonna be right, right? So like, I, I had to think about what was aggravating me, I guess, in those positions that I was in. Mm -hmm. um, and I had, to, I had to think about what I really wanted. And once I started to realize those things early in my career, I had not thought about that. But as I got into the 10th, 15th year of being in places, I'm like, look, Sherry, you got to be bold. You got to step out and, and make, a, make a choice and, and, and make a change. And so I left. I left, uh, I left the classroom, which was hard. Um, I love the kids. But I also realized that a part of it was I wanted to work with the adults more. That that mm -hmm. was what brought me joy within education, working with the adults. And to match my core values, I had to find a space where I could do that and feel comfortable and not feel aggravated or frustrated. Um, you know, a lot of times as women, we're told to push through it, find mm -hmm. your grit. Um, you know, you can do it. Perseverance. Dig deep. But when you end your day and you're just defeated, who is that helping? It's not helping right. anybody. Right. So, well, um, I've, you said so much right there. I was taking notes as quickly as I could. That was so powerful. Um, and I want to revisit a couple ideas there. So you you said that you had to align with your core beliefs because you were finding yourself exhausted. So one of the things that, um, if you could unpack that a little bit more for us, because you hit the nail on the head, I think as women, a lot of times we do dig in and we do push through and especially people that are drawn to education, we're givers 
and we are also service oriented. So could you tell me a little bit, how did you know you were exhausted? Like what was it physical? Was it mental, emotional? Like what were the indicators for people who may be listening? Like what are some signs that maybe you're not aligned with the core beliefs that you need to be aligned with? Absolutely. Um, The biggest one there is I wasn't happy. You know, you stop and you ask yourself the question, are you happy? And I should be, I was gainfully employed. I had a home, I had dogs, I had a partner in life, but I just wasn't happy. I dreaded going to work, um, even though the children were there or even though there was important work to be done. At one point I was recruiting teachers, that was important to me. But when I thought about the people that I was gonna be surrounded with when I had to go in to do that work, I became so unhappy. I was, I was just, unhappy is the best way I can describe it. I just, I I didn't have any zest for life. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been known for, you know, many people that know me, they're like, oh my God, you're always so happy. You're Mm -hmm. like perpetually happy. (laughs) When I look back at those times in my life, I think honestly, I was faking it. I was doing what I thought should be done Mm -hmm. um, by pushing through something that just wasn't for me. Right. And I I think we all have those, um, what I call seasons of our lives, especially as we age and we look back, we realize that what other people were seeing in part was what we were putting out there. And we consciously or unconsciously were faking it, you know, Mm -hmm. and until you kind of get centered and get to your core. um, I think that's normal. It's not healthy, but I do think it's normal. I think a lot of us have done that. Oh, yeah. Had I not gone through that, I wouldn't be as reflective as I am now. I I had to go through that to get to where I am, for sure. Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, the the path is what gets us there. Um, I also want to circle back. I love this word that you used. You called it co-signing. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Where did you hear that term and what exactly does that mean? Oh my God, it's, it's literal. You know, you go buy a car, you don't have enough credit and <laughs> you need somebody to co-sign for you to, you know, purchase that car. I was literally signing myself up for a lifetime of connection with these people that I I didn't have connections with to my core. We weren't this, we, we weren't on the same wave paths. We didn't have the same desires. Um, and our routes to our goals were completely different. Um, I'm not a, uh, say you're with a boss that's aggressive. I'm not an aggressive type of worker. So therefore that's not a good match. I can't co-sign with you on that. Um, right. So I, I can't spend my, if you want to put it in money terms, I, I can't spend my finances to support a dream that I'm not a part of, man. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I love it. I just love that whole metaphor of, you know, are you co-signing to someone else's dreams and values? Yeah. Yeah. It takes a while to get there, but once you get it, it's like, man, that light bulb goes off and you're like, what in the world have I been doing? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my think we've all had those moments too right where you're just like what the heck and why didn't I see this before now right right and and look now I find myself in a position where 
I'm talking to people that are, you know, 10, seven, eight years younger than me, trying to persuade them to think deeper about life. Like, what do you really want out of this place? Because I don't want you to spend the 10 years that I've spent to get to the position that I'm in. If, if I, if I could help you not have to do right. that. Right. And I think that that's part of how um, this work, this podcast was kind of born, obviously, when we're in pandemic times and thinking about how can we feed ourselves creatively, but also knowing that that all those mistakes that you were talking about, and I've done the same stuff, that the only way I got through that was through really a lot of reflection, but also conversation and people asking me questions that really kind of I didn't have answers for, and I needed to kind of really sit with it and think about the stuff you're talking about. Like, am I co-signing or is this really something that I want personally that Alice wants? And the the only people that have those answers are ourselves. Yep. Am I going to sit in the back of the truck and just let you drive me where you want me to go? Or am I going to literally take control of that steering wheel and, you know, make some purposeful moves um right right oh my gosh I just love it um so in we're we're actually like um wrapping up on my little time allotment because I have some questions here at the end that I want to ask you but before we move into that section are there any other thoughts or a big idea that you wanted to make sure our listeners hear from you today about staying true to yourself yes absolutely in order to stay true to yourself, you have to, and we've used this word several times already, you have to be, you have to reflect. You have to think deeply about what it is that you want out of life and make some bullet points as to how you're going to get there. And then look at your life and say, am I on, on track? Are any of these bullet points being taken care of by myself for myself? Um, it, and, and surround yourself with people that both have the same views as you and those that don't, because that's how you build humanity. That's how you become a full person. Um, and once you can do that, you, you begin to realize what your core values are, and then you begin to make courageous moves. That Right. Yeah. I love that. And and I feel like, um, you know, Victoria Brownlee, obviously, yes. and she and I have been having this conversation, I swear to you, for several years now that once you do exactly what you just said, you figure out what you believe, you surround yourself with people that believe the same things. And all of a sudden, it's like you're moving rapidly towards so many things and the universe is bringing things to you that you didn't even know were possible and it's it's better than what you can imagine it is man it is phenomenal yes I totally get that um okay so the um like Oprah and like (laughs) Brene Brown I'm um I want to have a couple little questions here at the end to wrap up our time together And uh, first of all, before we do that, though, I want to say it's just been a privilege um, to to talk with you. And thank you so much for sharing your journey and sort of your evolution with us. And thank you you for thinking of me. (laughs) It's just your your name came up as a courageous person in education, and I could not agree more. So I was so excited that you would be willing to chat. Mm -hmm. So um, our last little quick questions for some wrap up. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. What is one 
thing you wish you could have said to yourself five years ago? Oh my gosh. You, and, and this is something that I've stolen from you. You can, <laughs> you can do hard things. Oh yeah. Sherry, you can do hard things. Don't shy away from it just because it looks hard. Go ahead and bite the bullet and do that thing, girl. Because at the right. end of it, you, you're going to learn something. You're going to learn I shouldn't have done it. Or you're going to learn, girl, I had this the whole time. <laughs> right, right. It's going to work out either way, right? Yep. Okay. Your second question is courage is? <sighs> courage is knowing that danger exists, but persevering anyhow. Um, courage is knowing that that danger is out there, knowing that you can be hurt, knowing that you could fall, knowing that you can be injured, all of that, but just pushing through it to see what's on the other side. Staying stagnant is the opposite of courage. Oh, oh my gosh, I got goosebumps just listening <laughs> to that. That's so good. Okay, last question. Um, gratitude can become a performance enhancing drug sort of thing. Like it makes you, you know, your best self. Yeah. Um, on this day, what is one thing that you are grateful for? Oh, Alice, that is a, mm, that's good. I am grateful for my life, Alice. It is, we are living in a time that each day for black America is unpredictable. Um, I could walk out outside of my door and think that I'm going to water my garden and never walk back inside of my house again, just because I'm black. Um, right. So I am 1000% grateful for my life because it could be taken in a blink of a blink of an eye. Yes. Yes. You're exactly right. And I, um, it, it's such an interesting and complicated time that, I appreciate people like you being honest and saying, you know, this, this is my perspective and this is how I feel about these things. And, um, to also have the, to be healthy enough where you say, you know what, I'm not taking anything for granted and I'm grateful. Yep. Yep. Super grateful. I, I'm, um, I told my mom yesterday that I was grateful that <laughs> she made the choice to have me, right? Because everybody has a choice. Um, and because of that gratefulness, I get to see and learn and be and do so many different things. So that gratefulness runs, it runs long and deep, man. Oh, Sherry, that's amazing that you were thanking your mom on your birthday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> it's my girl. Yes. All right. Well, we um, appreciate you so much. And it has been such a treat to talk to you today. And hopefully, um, as we continue with our series, we might circle back to you in the future. But I just want to say thanks again for taking time out of your busy day and your birthday week to check in with us. And uh, we just appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Anything for my ERG family. I love y'all. Oh, we love you too. You have a good day. You too. Thanks. All right. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Education Resource Group podcast called Learn with ERG. 
I'm Alice Oakley, and you can find more resources and information about this podcast and professional development at www.myedresource.com. Thanks for listening and keep growing.